Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, presented by TLR Coatings. We are here back in studio. The Pizza King himself wow. has made his triumphant return to the show here. Triumphant. I mean, dude, you're only like once every other week or every like third week, so it's like it's like I went through a divorce and mom got the kid. I miss you, bud. It's really it's hard doing the show by myself all the time. You know, I know, right? People hate me. Not that I care, but they hate me. They do. And, uh, yeah, there's just some ridiculous it, shit. Dude, it's hard to argue with yourself. It is hard. Yeah. Now there's a fly in here. Mm-hmm. This show's gonna be awesome. It's great. Anyway, uh, so we are here wrapping up round number six. We are halfway through. Can you believe that already? Halfway through the outdoors. Uh, we were at Southwick. It's a sand track, and that's pretty much all we have to say about that. So, uh, before we jump into our fantasy talk here to start things off, um... Thanks for watching. Please like, subscribe, comment down below. We are now at 928 subscribers, which means we are only 72 away from our 1,000 subscriber giveaway, which we still haven't decided yet, but but we're teasing it all the time. And, you know, it's like we tease it, you know, just a little bit. It's a little flick of the flick of the finger, you know, flick the bean. It would have been cool if we would have got to the 1,000 uh, subscriber mark after uh, next week's show because it would be an off week. That would be cool. It's probably not going to happen, but, you know. That would be cool. We should film on the off week for the 1,000 subscriber show. But I don't know what we're doing. I don't know either yet. Anyway, um, so jumping back into it here, uh, make sure to follow us on all the major social media networks. Uh, at the Moto Aftermath Show, we're there on all of them. And, uh, you know, I, sometimes I post, sometimes I don't. My other work's getting slower, so I might post more. You know, I mean, you never know. There you go. There we go. Anyway, um, and if you want to support us, uh, you can buy a Moto Aftermath Show t-shirt. Uh, there is a way to buy the ones with the logo and the TLR Coatings logo in the description down below if you want to buy. We also have some on Teespring. Links for that. Links for Amazon down below. Or you can just uh, support us by donating on Patreon. And, uh, yeah, so that wraps up all of that. So Southwick, Fantasy... You finally had a good week? I am the champion. Dude, I've been whooping you guys' ass since round one. I'm catching you. You're not catching me. I caught you by 100 points this weekend. You still got a ways to go there, bud. I have one bad week. Just take it in stride. You know what? You better get it when you can because it doesn't happen often. Supercross is one thing. Outdoors, I'm the king. 11th overall right now in the group. I'm like 33. I'm like second in everyone. If you want to play with us. Don't. (laughs) Yeah. See what I did there? I did. Um, If you want to play with us. We play through the Pulp MX Fantasy. Uh, down here is the name. It's Pulp, or I'm sorry. Woo! Moto Aftermath Show, TGO, is our league name. Jump in there. Even if you haven't you know, played before, jump in there and play. We are giving away prizes for top three at the end of the season, which include goggles. Uh, what else do we do? T-shirts, uh, grips, stickers, all sorts of good shit like that. We are giving all of that away. Um, so again, make sure you jump in there. I had the best week I've had all summer, which is amazing. I scored 434 points, which actually was a little low because I should have got another 14, but I took a gamble, gambled on first lap leaders, which I picked Justin Cooper and Cooper Webb as first lap leaders. Got that wrong. Although that second 450 moto, I thought I had it. I was like, oh, we're only going to be down seven. This is great. And then, yeah, no, didn't, uh, didn't, didn't work out for me. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so 434 in the 250s, I had Oldenburg, who got me 34 points, Brandis, who got me 50 points, Amart got me 54 points, which that's about the best thing Amart's done all year, and uh, wild card, my chick likes his bike. Ryan Dowd? Kevin Moran's. Oh, yeah, the pink the pink bike back from Indy Supercross. No, not pink, it's like the retro green. No, he had a, he had a pink for a while. Oh, well, anyway, she likes the purple and green and whatever that he had in Supercross. 66 points by Kevin Moran's. Thank you, sir. If you're at Red Bud, we will come through the pits and find you. I will say thank you. 
Uh, and then four fifties, I had Cooper Webb. He maxed out for me as an all-star with fifty points. And then I had the Dowd kid. He got me seventy-six. Solid. The Dowd kid. Yeah. John Dowd's offspring. What the fuck? The Dowd kid. The Dowd kid. Uh, seventy-six. John Short scored me a solid eighty-two points, which was awesome. And then I had Betty Bloss thirty-six. Uh, it was kind of a letdown, but whatever. Uh, but anyway, four thirty-four. 261 overall in the entire fucking Pulp MX Fantasy Network. I don't know if I was number one in the group, to be really honest with you. No, I, I think Cole at one point after that first 450 moto was like in the top 50. Uh, no, I don't know what happened. He only beat you by a point. But I beat you, so that's really all I care about. Well, you know, one week. It's fine. Bro, if I do weeks like this, it's only going to take me like three more weeks to catch you. Yeah, you know, you said that back in Supercross, too. I'm coming. <laughs> Late, late, we break late. We're hey, like man, you know what? For the, fir- for the first time, I tried rolling the dice on some, some local... That really heroes. bit you in the ass, didn't it? Yeah, well, you know, that's why I normally don't do that. Normally, like, I stay with the safe ones. I know the guys, like, dude, I was, like, really on the fence about taking Jake Pinhankos or Nick Gaines, and then when Nick Gaines got in the top ten the second moto, I about threw my iPad. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, I had a bad week. I, uh, 250s, I had Hunter Lawrence. Uh, his starts killed me on that one. Uh, Jake Penhankos, who was at 18, uh, he was inside the top 20, which at 18, you still can get inside the top 10 in points, so that wasn't bad. Um, who else did I have? Amart, and I don't remember who was my other pick in that class. And then 450s, I had Kenny. That killed me. Bitch in the uh, ass. Betty Bloss, which also, once again, eh. Uh, James Weeks was killing it the first moto, second moto inside the top ten, and I think he hit the ground, and then I, once again, I don't remember who else I had, but it was just a shitty rig for me, so I really don't really care. Yeah, man, sucks to suck. Really sucks to suck. So anyway, yeah, so those were our fantasy scores and kind of who we picked, and to be really honest, I didn't pick off anything. I literally went off of, I listened to the Pulp MX Wednesday show, and then I picked because we went to the Grand Rapids Zoo yesterday, so I picked at like 8 o'clock in the morning yesterday. Oh, I had Derek Drake. That was my other 250 pick. Nice. Yeah, I'm not. That I'm wasn't never great. Bro, dude, he first moto, he was killing. He was oh, killing the first moto, and then he just hit the wall like a sack of bricks. Yep. Uh, yeah, never picking him again. I picked him for Hangtown, and I picked him yesterday, and I'm not doing that ever again. Huh? And once again, I forgot who my other 450 pick was, but obviously it didn't matter. That's all right, dude. Uh, but Redbud, no, Redbud next week. I think last year, uh, I think I was, I, that was my best round ever last year. I think I was 33rd out of everybody in the whole thing after Redbud. Because I had like, I had like three dudes that got me 100 points. You were like a professional fantasy player, you know? No, honestly, man, it stresses me out, and I think this might be the last year I'm going to play it. Because I'm really getting sick and tired of being worried about where my guys are at all the time. See, you know how you fix that? If you just pick them before the race even starts, like practice, you're golden. Anyways, anywho, uh, yeah, so go ahead, sign up for Fantasy if you haven't already. Uh, if you are signed up and playing and you're not in our league, make sure to join our league. We are dying of heat because summer has finally hit Michigan here, yeah, so we are going to jump into uh, the 250s here and get this show rolling, so let's go. Do you need custom powder coating? Caller text, TLR coatings today at 269-870-3083 for your free powder coating quote. Okay, 250s here. You want to start top down, bottom up? Let's just go from the bottom up. Okay, cool. So uh, 33rd, Party Marty. Yeah, you know, he was kind of uh, just there yesterday. I think at, what, at one point, I think the best he was in, was inside the top 15. And so shitty, I didn't even notice. Well, once again, the whole thing, he just doesn't want to be on a 250F, and he's too old for the class. I mean, he, we've talked about it before. Like, it's a surprise that he even did as well as he did in Supercross because these guys sprint so hard at the beginning of the moto, and at 32 or how old he is now, like, that's just... It's not a recipe for success in the 250 class, you know, and he doesn't want to be on that bike. And from everything I heard, I think this he's retiring. He's, I don't think he's getting a 450 well, ride. Well, he says he's retiring a 450 ride, so the only reason he's doing these outdoors, I think, is to try to get a 450 ride somewhere. But I don't think he's getting one, so. I think he, sh- I think he should. There's a lot of guys I would pick him over Supercross-wise. but it's I mean, just... he probably should, but again, it's a buyer's market, and there's a lot out there to buy. So Yeah, so we'll see. 
Um, what, Derek Drake, he got next? Yep, uh, Derek Drake, 23. Kid's got some speed, man, but he's got no cardio. Nope. That first moto, and kind of like what happened when he hit the deck uh, at WW Ranch, man, like that kid comes out like a rocket ship. Let me let me ask you this, because I haven't had you in the studio, I don't think, to ask you this. Um, what do you think about this new rule where these kids can come in and race like three rounds or score 40 points or whatever? And still race Loretta's. Like, are you okay with it? Are you not okay with it? I am not as over the top as Mathis is because Mathis gets all pissed off and doesn't even like to talk the state of amateur motocross. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's good for a lot of these, like Pierce Brown at WW Ranch. Like, he, yeah. like that kid had more hype on him than probably anybody. The only other kid I can think of is Joe Shimoda that's got more hype than him. You know, and uh, I think it's good for them to get their feet wet, and it also kind of lets the teams know that are putting all their eggs in some of these guys' baskets. Like, hey, are they ready to do this? And with Ty Masterpool, like, we can, uh, before we get to him for a second, just because we're talking about it on the topic, like, he's doing great. Like, he wasn't even supposed to, he was supposed to be in the A class this year for another year because yep. he's so young, and they just threw him into it, like, hey, what do you, and now he's 11th in points. I heard he's got a motocross only deal. Well, yeah, that's his family doesn't do supercross. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's why I, I thought that yeah, was interesting. I, I probably should have, we should have talked about that a while ago. Yeah, no, that. That's why Jake doesn't do Supercross. His yeah. older brother, you know, and it has everything to do with their older, their oldest brother Jesse. When Jesse passed away, the state of the way they think about Super. But anyways, um, I think it's good. You know, it lets these teams that are going to put all this money into it, like, hey, are these kids ready? And then if they're just going in, like, going off what their speed was as an amateur, and they don't do well, they're stuck with them. You know, I, yep. I think TLDs probably oh, wishing, maybe we should have, you know, or wishing that they would have had that one Cantrell and Folk. Yep. You know, because then they would have been like, well. We're going to wash our hands with that, and that's not going to happen. Yep. I don't have a problem with it, and the best way I heard, like, I didn't really have a feeling on it. I know I'm like you. I've heard Mathis just be over the top about, oh, this is bullshit, this is bullshit. But the best way I've heard is every other sport, these kids get to develop until they're 20. I mean, mm -hmm. unless they're a rock star. Yeah. Okay? Which in our case would be a, a Chase Sexton, yeah. uh, Austin Forkner, that kind of, you yeah. know, those guys are rock stars. They yeah. can come literally right out of the amateurs in, and we're good. But you have all these other kids like Falk and them, and and the way it, the way it was put was like every other sport develops kids. Okay, so if you think about all these stick and ball sports, there is college to go to, which is the highest level of amateur sports you can possibly do. Well, we don't we don't have that no. in the sport. You go from basically we'll call it high school to all of a sudden you're in the deep end with all the pros like. Yeah. There isn't a middle. There isn't an EMX class. There isn't not know, over here. There isn't any they, of that. Any of that stuff. In Europe the has it right. I yeah. wish we had an EMX class. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so there isn't any of that. Okay. So now you do this, where you, these kids can come in, they can race three rounds, and they can go. Okay, maybe I shouldn't go pro next year. Maybe I should go another year. And then they come in next year and they race three more rounds. Okay, maybe I shouldn't go in this year again. You know. And then you get a couple of years down the road of trying this. Maybe I shouldn't fucking be a pro racer. Maybe I should go to college. Yeah, like right now. You know, I think the kids. I think the kids that are moving up after Loretta's this year is Shimoda, Jet Lawrence, Pierce Brown is going to be full time, um, Seth Hamaker, Carter Halpane, and I know that next year, like Yamaha has Matt LeBlanc and Jarrett Fry. So like you got a lot of these kids. So I imagine some of these B kids that are mean A next year, they're going to you know take advantage of it and hey, I'm going to go race some nationals and see if I'm ready to go. Pierce Brown proved, like, hey, throw me in the deep end. I can hang with these dudes. And not yeah. only did he do it, his first, but he did it at the hottest fucking race of the year. Scored me a ton of And he's, in Calif he's a California kid. Mm -hmm. You know, he trains at MTF, but still, MTF, like, they, it's different. So, yeah, no, I don't I don't really have an issue with it like some of these people. Do I think it's a little weird to, hey, I'm going to go get a top ten in a pro national, and then I'm going to go back as an amateur because Pierce Brown went out to Mammoth this past mm -hmm. week. Yeah, I think that's a little weird, but a lot of these kids are ready to go right off the bat. Yep. You know, so uh, I don't really have an issue with it. I don't either. So anyway, let's keep moving up the list here. Uh, so Peter's 20th. Peter's is just kind of having a, a Peter's outdoor year. I mean, well, some races he does decent. You see him run up front, and then the next race you see him in 20th. So. Well, I don't think he's doing too bad considering he wasn't even planning on racing outdoors. And I've heard that bike sucks. Or not sucks. I've heard it's way down on power outside. It is. Everybody's known that about the Suzuki. It's yeah. way down on power compared to the other, you know, the other teams. And I stuff. think it's funny that Alex Martin has finally come out and been like, "Yeah, this bike is way down on power, though." Yeah. Because no. for a long time it was, this "Bike's fine. Bike's fine." Well, Bike's you great. know, it wasn't really that big of a deal in Supercross, and now it is and stuff. And you, yep. you know, in the next two races, you know, luckily Millville is in the backyard, but like, you know, the next two races, deep. So four straight stretches of deep, you know, deep base and. 
So, uh, no, like Kyle Peters, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really have a big expectation for him. I thought if he was inside the top 20 every moto, I think he'd be doing fine. And I think other than maybe two, I think he's been inside the top 20 pretty much close to every moto. So Yep. Uh, Sexton, 18th. Hey, remember what I said in that uh, text? Oh, have, uh, yeah, no, yeah. he's done for the rest of the year. You yeah. can bank on that shit. Mm-hmm. He didn't even race the second moto. Again? He didn't race the second uh, moto. Yeah. I didn't write down his moto scores. Because yeah, no. he, outside the he, top 10, he didn't race the second moto. Yeah, no, dude, he's done. He, it's lucky for him. You think he stay on the couch all week? I would like hope that, as smart as his dad is, and his dad's been around a long time, I would think that Kier told him, like, hey, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, bro, he's, he's done. He pretty much is going to do what happened to Tomac his rookie year after Freestone. I, I don't know about you. I don't know about anybody watching it, but I've had heat exhaustion before, and I know what that shit's like. Mm-hmm. And I'm, once again, not comparing myself to them. But just as a normal person, like heat exhaustion is nothing to fuck with. You're talking about a dude that literally ran himself into the ground to get his first ever moto win at the hottest race of the year. And then he tried to go out and race the second moto, didn't work out, went to the hospital. Like, no. I it's lucky that there's a break after Red Bud, but I think that it's too late. I think that he's gonna shit this rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Your body your body does not recuperate that quickly. No. Like it's kinda like with the Epstein Bar virus, and we'll get into it when we talk about with Kenny in the four fifty class, but heat exhaustion just doesn't and now that it finally looks like summer has hit this mm-hmm. side of the country, yeah, like it's not going to get any better. This weekend or next, this coming weekend at Redbud, it's going to be hot. We're finally humid. Millville in a couple weeks, it's going to be hot. Washougal might not be so bad, but then Unadilla, Buds Creek, and Crawfordsville, going to be hot. Yep. So like, no, it kind of sucks for him. He got his first ever race win. Rode fucking awesome. But, no, I, I don't expect much out of him for the rest of the year. I think he's done. I think his body is going to be so depleted, he's going to have nothing left. It's hard, man, unless he sits around the two weeks we're off. Even at, well, okay, so, like, even if he does and he recoups a little bit, now you're going backwards on not being on the bike. I guess, you know. Because, I mean, it took him this long just to get a moto win. Yeah. You think taking two weeks off is going to, it's not going to, either way, he's screwed. His, yeah. his year's over with. It really wouldn't surprise me to see him fall outside the top ten in points at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Bailey came in at 17th, and that's a Jordan Bailey ride. He should have been a lot better at Southwick. He's ridden that track enough. He should have been at the top. He is just a. He's one of those. Wish we'd have had that rule, you know. Yeah, no shit. He should have. Uh, he should have been a lot better. Yep. Oldenburg, uh, 16th overall. I think he's just Oldenburg's kind of working his way back into it. I think so too. I think he's just kind of racing back into shape at this point. I don't think there's a lot to it. I think he DNF the second moto. If I remember correctly, I don't remember. If he didn't, he was riding around in like 30th. Okay, and now let's get into your boy here, Hunter Lawrence, 11th overall. You okay over there? Yeah, I gotta sneeze a little bit. Go ahead, talk uh, about Hunter. Uh, no, Hunter, Hunter Lawrence, like, man, like, his just start. <laughs> We're good. His We're starts good. have just been terrible, man. Like, that's the thing. Every race this year that he's had a bad start, he just hasn't worked his way through. We've seen what happens when he gets a start, and everybody's like, well, he should have done better at Southwick, and he should have. You know, uh, the first moto, I think he was in, like, 22nd off the line. He worked his way into, like, whatever it was, 8th or ninth, and then crashed. He just starts, man. That's his biggest issue. And it kind of was his biggest issue in the GPs. It was good as an amateur or whatever you want to call it over there in Australia. It was He was good as starters in the MX rider. But the moment that he made that transition to pro, I don't know what happened. He's changed bikes. That bike is good. It's proven it got starts. But his starts are just, they suck. So next next year is gonna be better for him, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if you saw, but like they even and I've talked, I've told you this, you know, and we've had this on the group chat. They showed the graphic of what it's like of how much time he gets to have on a track. Yes, eighty-five yes. minutes to thirty-five. You know, when he's learning all. Luckily, we're going to another track next week that he knows. He's ridden it before. He raced it this past or last MX of Nations. Oh yeah, did you hear they're leaving the start where it was for Dis Nations? Yeah, I think they've been running there pretty much. Yeah, like no, they're, they're leaving it there. Yeah, so, like, the track will probably be, other than a, the fact that we got, like, you know, 10 inches of rain. Yeah. Th- the track's going to be the same, so he's going to know it. You know, the WW Ranch was a little bit different from when he rode it, but it was mostly the same. But that's the thing. Like, he's – people got to remember, he's learning all these tracks right off the cuff. Yeah. Like, it's not just, oh, he's going in and he has knowledge. Oh, he watched races. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, it's a learning year. He's proven when he gets a start, he can win races. When he doesn't, it's just, it's a struggle. I mean, that's all there is to it. You know, and there's another guy on this list, and when we get up to him, starts. What happens when he gets starts? Yep. Um, okay, now we're getting into the top ten. So, Jacob Hayes, 12-9 for 10th overall. Not bad. Not bad at all. And a sand track of all things, too. Yeah. He's not normally a sand guy. I'm interested to see where he goes as, as we finish out the year here. Um, 
I don't know. Where is he going to ride next year? Well, everybody, well, we've talked. Everybody keeps saying Pro Circuit, but after that rumor that I heard about Smitty going to Pro Circuit, like, I, oh no, I don't think that's a rumor. I think that is Smitty. Mathis and them have been oh, yeah. talking too much well, about it for it to be only a okay. Rumor. So I had only heard it's a rumor. Like I said, I haven't watched, listened to a lot of stuff. So okay, so who, you're looking at Smitty. AC is going to be gone because he's going to be on the 450s. So you're yeah. looking at Smitty, Fortner, Marchbanks. That yep. leaves one spot because Davalos obviously has pointed out. Yep. You know, could you give it to Hayes? Maybe, but then you're only basing it off of well, Supercross because outdoor season has been good, but. You know, you're not going to be paying him to go for outdoors. You're paying him for Supercross. Yeah. But they also have a rookie in Seth Hamaker who's really fucking good, too, coming up. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. The offseason, the silly season this year is going to be very interesting. But if, I, but if I'm them, I sign Hayes and I keep Hamaker in the amateurs through Supercross season and then put him on full-time starting in outdoors. Yeah, you because, can do that. Because I think, I think in pro circuit's mind, Supercross is still the Mac Daddy step and especially Hayes, since Hayes is proven at it. Especially since they haven't won a title since Hill. Yes. <laughs> so I yeah, I think I think that's probably I mean Smitty's definitely going there. Which I'll be really curious to see that which, that's a whole nother I like it. I think I, I don't want to get into it I think because just, I, I think, it's, think it's a I d I don't think it's gonna work, but anyway. I don't mean I don't make confidence in Smith or RJ, period. They, yeah, they but go wherever they want, they fucking both. But are. you got to remember though, before we, we're not going to get too much into it. But the only reason Smitty has had a bad year is because he got hurt. If he hadn't got hurt, he would have been. He gets he hurt every year. Well, no, he didn't get hurt two years ago when he almost won the title or whatever. The yeah, seventeen, except for he crashed almost winning the title. He did, but the thing is, is he made it through the whole entire year. What I'm getting at is, is this past year in Supercross, he yeah. would have beat Sexton. So you could have been looking at Smitty as being the champion, but that's yeah. not. But anyways, um. And before we go to number uh, ninth place, I want to give two shout-outs to two guys. Uh, oh, that I didn't put on the list. Okay, go ahead. Nick Gaines, what I was talking about. Yeah. Top 10, running 10th. Colt Nichols ran him down that second moto. was oh, literally yeah. on his rear wheel, and Nick Gaines gapped him. So props to Nick Gaines. He's riding for 3D Racing. Bill Dill, he's been – they talk about it every time Nick Gaines is on TV. Bill Dill has been sponsoring guys for a long time. Um, and that bike, it's good. It's not great. So good on Nick Gaines, and he's a little bit heavier than most guys. And also, shout out to Cody Williams on a Husky 125, running inside the top 20 there for about yes. five, six laps. Yes. And then I think he bragged out his brains into the ground. <laughs> but uh, two tracks. He's raced this. He raced Southwick and he raced Thunder Valley on a 125. And that is a true 125. I know it is. Uh, props to him. And he is not a small guy to be riding a 125 either. He's a big guy. He normally rides a 450. So props to him. Like I said, I think he was running 18th. And his lap times at the end of the first moto, I think at one point, I think he posted like the 12th fastest lap mm. at the 25-minute mark. So Interesting. Good for him. I, I don't know if he'll be a red butt or not. I told you I'm really thinking about getting a 125, <laughs> trying to do the 125 dream race the next year because I feel like that is the only way I'm ever getting on a national track. Well, you know, Cole's doing it. So. Well, dude, I'm just saying, if Cole <laughs> did Florida and Cole was like 14th, which was like mid-pack, and he thought he was better than that, then I'm like, well, you know, if I get a 125 and only ride that, I could get in the back of the pack. I just want to ride. I, I mean, I don't fucking care how I do. You'll make two laps on that national track and be like, well, fuck did I side Oh, no, this? no, no, no. I, well, I'll probably get lapped that many times by whoever's winning, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> get lapped twice in a four-lap race. It's totally fine. Anyway, let's keep moving on. McAdoo, 11-6. I feel like for ninth overall, I, I feel like he should have done better. He grew up riding the Club MX sand track. That yeah, he should have done better. But you know what? Better. He's keeping that Troy Lee Designs team alive and keeping Tyler Key from killing himself. So I guess it is what it is. You know. Well, it says long. Sounds like they signed a long term. I mean, it's not official yet, but it's going to be a long term deal. I would hope so. If I mean, they don't sign him, then that uh, team is stupider than they look. Way, pretty way oh yes, yes. Uh, and then eighth overall Colt Nichols with a 5.11 that first moto he was good that yeah, first moto I think the second moto like a lot of guys I think when he made that push inside the top 10 uh, I think he just he just hit the wall yeah it just faded so um, and then we got Hartraff Heartthrob. Heartthrob. Oh, man. 7-8 for 7th overall. And that second moto was up front there. And what, you know what? Second, third or yeah. something. And you know what the funny thing laps? is? When he's on TV, people forget how big he is on that fucking bike. Oh, no, you don't. He's a, he's he's a big fucking He's a giant. Bike. God, he's waiting to get on that 450. Is he uh, Is he staying in Rock River for next year? I hope he, nothing against Christina Denny and all them, but I hope he gets a better offer. Maybe TLD should pick him up. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you should have him and, and, and McAdoo. It'd be interesting to see him on a bike that can finish all the motos. 
Yeah, and dude, he needs he needs a little bit more power. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like the the bike was good yesterday. He got a good start to Sakamoto, but you can clearly tell like that he's just he's underpowered. Oh yeah, well, dude, he looks like a giant on that bike. Like he's AC's huge. tall, but Hartraff looks like a fucking yeah, giant on that bike. He's a manimal. Uh, and then six, we got another Amart sighting, ten five. And dude, with and terrible wait, starts. Wait, hold on. Let me just use your. Is this who he is now? Is this who he is? Well, two points. Two points. Three, Terrible three start. Guy. Terrible starts. Yes. Like, dude, that first moto, he was buried. I think he was like 25th the first lap. Mm-hmm. So to get to top 10 was pretty good. Yep. And second thing, you're talking about the bike. I'm curious where he would be if he was not on that JGR bike. Because the speed is obviously still there. He qualified top five, if I remember. He's qualified top five a couple nationals. But coming from fucking 30th every race is yep. not a recipe for success in that class. Nope. No. So what uh, would it? I think it'd be different if he was on a better bike. I really could, do. Could be. I think if he, <laughs> it's funny. I think if he was still on that KTM, maybe he would be himself. Hey, hold on. Let me get my Mathis on. Had to bring those amateurs up. Had to put these amateurs on here because they're doing so well. Well, I'm curious what happens with him. Like, did he sign a long-term deal with JGR? I have or, no uh, fucking clue. God, I, I don't have any idea. You know what? I'm gonna just say it. And I know Mathis obviously does not watch this show, but it would make him happy to hear this. Give Amart that Cowie ride. Give Amart that PC Cowie ride and see what he can do. That ain't going to happen. No, of course it's not going to happen, but I would pick him over Jacob Hayes. <sighs> okay. I know you're not an Amart guy, and in reality, I'm not I'm an trying to think. I'm, I'm trying to think Supercross, Supercross. Hot. There were times this year in Supercross that he was really fucking good. But that bike is just not good enough to make it through a whole... You You're going to make me go back and look here to see, like, results-wise compared to Hayes. Uh, well, then, uh, that's also hard, too, because you got to factor in the depth of each coast. Like, yes. But I think if Amar was on a PC Cowie, I think that he would have done a lot better. I just... I like Hayes. I, I've talked about I've talked about quite a bit on this show during Supercross. Can we just split it? Can we just sign Hayes for Supercross and then <laughs> Amar for, for outdoors? I'm not gonna that'd be great. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think either one of them would have an issue. I don't that. think so either. I think if you told Amar, hey, we'll give you a factory ride just for outdoors. You don't have to ride Supercross. Yeah. Hey, or I'm good. So yeah, no problem. No, no, no problem. Um, okay, let's keep moving up the line here. Uh, Shane McElrath. There was a Shane McElrath sighting. Six seven for fifth overall. Were you thinking at any point in that first moto when he was inside the top five that it was like, oh boy, finally he just finally figured it out? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Well, remember last year, South like that first moto, he came out like a ball of fire and had like a 20 second gap and then went backwards. I was waiting for him to crash or fade, one of the two, so. I was more waiting for him to fade because I don't, man, a lot, you know, a lot of guys this year just have issues, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just the way guys are training this year, but a lot of guys have are having issues. These guys don't get it, man. I've heard it over and over from these old-timers that Mathis interviews. These kids don't get it. You're not training to get better during the season. You're no. training to maintain during the season. But and these, these guys, guys try to push train, them further. Yep, to, make, yep. to get better, and it's like, no, no, no. no. got to do that in the offseason. So, speaking of which, I know you probably didn't, but did you listen to the Alden Baker interview uh, that Zach Osborne did on his podcast? No. I haven't finished it. No. It's decent. I think, decent. I, I think I've listened to enough Alden Baker interviews over the years that I think I've I mean, I've listened to mo- a lot of them, too, but, like, there was some stuff in there that I didn't know. I just wanted to be, like, super candid. There was some stuff about his history that I didn't know. he's an asshole? Well, I mean... <laughs> Coming from an RV background or whatever the fuck it South was? He's South African, mate. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, look at GL. Yeah. GL, yeah. GL. Yeah. he's a prick. Well, whatever. Um, anyway, and then we get in top four here. RJ Hampshire, 4-4. Once again, another this guy. This is just who he is. Which 4-4 is pretty good, in my opinion. Like, you like to bag on him, but 4-4, like, and you're... I like to bag on him because all these teams signed him as a guy. Well, that's not that's not RJ's fault. That's their fault because they don't fucking... No, they're idiots. Like, I don't know why Geico would consider him a guy when you just had Chase X, and even if you lucked into it, win a championship, and J-Mart is still on your roster. Any fucking team that J-Mart is on, J-Mart is the guy. Don't ever say, oh, Sexton or Craig or, you know, no. When J-Mart is on your team, he's the guy. Like, don't go to these other guys and say, oh, yeah, no, you're the guy now. No. Like, even though that guy's been out for a year, he's still the guy. And outdoors. And Supercross. Outdoors. Supercross. Outdoors. Do you remember what happened in the end of 2018? Outdoors. He, he put the beat down on Zacho. Outdoors. And everybody. That's okay, man. You keep fucking, you keep doubting him. He's coming out like a ball of fire in 2020. It's going to happen. We'll see. Maybe. No, it's going to. Solid maybe. It's going to happen. Solid maybe. It's going to happen. Solid maybe. Anyway, everybody's lucky he's not racing this year. And the podium here. 
Justin Cooper, 2-3. Though I actually was impressed because that second moto I was watching because his start wasn't great. And I thought, ooh, is he going to be able to move forward? And he actually did. I mean, he didn't have to go forward a lot, but he actually did move forward and did fade. So, I I don't know. I, I Cooper still, to me, uh, I think that he's lucky that he's a good starter because if he doesn't get a start, he can't work his way through because I still stand by what I said that his racecraft is shit. Yep. Um, and we'll argue that one. We're going to see what's going to happen now because now we're getting to the same time. I know that he's got a year under his belt, but now we're getting to the same time of the year coming up on the same track. And even though he got third in the points last year, where he started taking a dive. Mm-hmm. Red Bud was about the time last year that he started going backwards a little bit. Mm-hmm. He had a couple good motos, but that's when he started falling off the face. I'm honestly surprised he did what he did yesterday after the heat exhaustion he went through the week before. Oh, me too. Because I too. thought he was going to be a lot like Sexton and just kind of fade into oblivion here. For the we'll see what year, happens. But... We'll see what happens. I would not be surprised. If he makes it through Red Bud and he's on the podium again, then I'll believe that the, he's going to be in it for the long time. He's going to be in it for the rest of the year. If he comes out of Red Bud and he struggles again, I'm going to think that he's going to do the same thing he did last year and he's going to start going backwards. I really do. Okay. I just don't have a lot of faith in this kid. Like, he's he's too – his attitude, I think, is shit. I think he's a disrespectful little prick. And, no, dude, he bla- put, he doesn't put, take accountability for anything. Put it all out there, buddy. He doesn't take accountability. Put it all out there. He doesn't take accountability for anything. It's everybody else's fault. Um, so I, I will be surprised. I, I, I will, we'll see what happens. So now we'll move into second. Frenchie, three one on the day. Prove that second moto who the uh, who the fastest guy in the class is. Okay, he won a moto. What did he do to Cooper last weekend? He won a moto. Okay, great. So when he got a start, what finally happened? Did you? Oh no, you didn't. So they interviewed Nick Way on the Bolt Show last week. Okay. Nick said the only reason AC did what he did last week is because AC thought he was going to be more tired at the end than he actually was. So AC wasn't pushing to his full potential last week. Which moto? Because Frenchie caught and passed him the first moto. That's so easy to say now. That's so easy to say after the race has happened. He, dude, last week... you saying Nick Way is a liar? No, I'm saying that Nick Way is stretching the truth. AC even admitted on the podium that he was not ready for that race as much as he thought he was going to be. He even admitted. I'm going to take the word of the actual rider instead of the guy that is paid to say shit like that. I like Nick Way and all, but I do not believe that. And you're going to sit there and tell me that after everything that's happened to AC when it's come to championships, that even though he didn't have to beat Frenchie and he was beating Cooper, that he's going to let a chance of getting a full 50 on the weekend slip away? No, I don't believe that. You want to tell me that the hottest race of the year, the only race he hasn't won, and he wasn't dying of heat exhaustion at the end, that he was pushing all the way? That's the only race he hasn't won. He didn't win a moto, either moto, though. I know. Okay, and, y- and yes, he hasn't won a moto or won. Yeah, because overall. because it's these Florida dudes. It's kind of like what JT has been saying. These Florida guys, they push themselves the whole entire year, and everybody yeah. thinks, "Oh, you're acclimated to it," and then they go overboard, and then it actually works against them. Where some of these guys that aren't training in it, their bodies are not as depleted by the time they get to races like that. No, I don't believe it. For a guy like AC, who's never won a championship and who lost the Supercross championship because he made a bonehead move, you think he's going to take a chance of losing any points he possibly can? No, I don't believe it. And I'm not talking about WW. I'm talking about Southwick. I don't care about WW. So if he wins every other race but that one this summer, let's just say. I know it's probably improbable here going for the next six rounds. But let's just say he wins every overall but WW, you're still going to stand by. To me, he pushed it and didn't fucking to me, couldn't the, beat those to, guys. To me, the overall is is a mute point anymore with these guys. It's all about points. I don't care about the overall. I care about getting points every if round. He wins every overall, that means he will beat everybody in points every single round. Other but than he's not one. getting his max points. He was out front yesterday. So why would he take a chance when he's out front? And he was out front for, what, 15, 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. And he was... He was Everything Frenchie threw at him, he had an answer for it. And then all of a sudden, he's just gonna go, "Nah, I don't want the, I don't want the extra twenty-five points. Fuck it, I'm just gonna let it go. I don't care that it, you know it's Frenchie. Eh, I don't need the twenty-five points. No, come on, dude. He's not. If he would, if this was Jeremy Martin, who's won a championship, two of them, my dad, that's different. AC's never won a title. You think AC really wants to take a chance of? What happens if my bike grenades at the beat in one of these races and I lose a bunch of points and Cooper wins? Or what happens if I have a moment like I did in Supercross? And I can't finish a moto. No, these guys don't do that when you've never won a title. When you've been there and you've been in the grinder, that's different because you know how to win championships. 
Let's be real. AC doesn't know how to win professional championships because he's never won one. I'm not going to... Now, if he was in fifth and he was pushing his way through and then he just said, ah, fuck it, I don't want to take a chance of blowing myself out, that's different. The dude was out front for 20 minutes. You think he's just going to say, nah, I don't want it. I don't want the 25 points. You can have it. You really believe that? You actually believe that when he was out front and he had an answer for everything Frenchie was throwing at him, that he's just going to say... Are you talking WWE or are you talking... No, today? Southwick. We're not talking WWE. Oh, I don't I'm, care about... I'm, I'm still on WWE. Okay, so we're on two different points. Then. I don't care about WWE. That's last week. That, that race doesn't matter anymore. This is what we're talking about now. You really believe that he's just going to say, nah, I don't want it. I don't want the 25 points. Because so, yeah, so you're so, okay. So yesterday, I think yes. When Frenchie got by, I think Frenchie pushed the pace in the beginning. AC had an answer. AC went, hmm. This pace is really fucking fast. If I go this fucking hard to beat him, there's a good chance I'm gonna blow myself out. Yeah. Okay. I think I think yes. That's what he thought. That's what went through his mind. And so then the second time when Frenchie made that attack after 15, 20 minutes, whatever it he was, knew he had nothing got by him. He was like, nope. I'm gonna just. I'm not. I'm not yeah. going to. He could. Uh, do I think he could have pushed and got back by? And I think he would have hit the ground. Probably yes. But I think that would. That I think it was a a fifty percent chance or greater in his mind that he would have hit the ground pushing to stay in front of. Because him there are people for are, three points. Or yeah, for three points. Yeah, because there are people saying the different of what you're saying about WWE that oh he just didn't lay it all on the line and he just WWE. I think that the heat got to him. He trained harder than he should have, and I think that even if he did lay it back a little bit, even if he would have given everything, he was not going to beat Sex in the first moto, and he was not going to beat Frenchie in the second moto. I don't care what Nick Way says. I don't care what everybody in his group says. There was a clear speed differential between him and Frenchie and Sexton. You really... Cooper? I think AC was probably could have probably beat Cooper at WW. I really do, if he'd have left it all on the line. But the what Frenchie was doing that second moto and the way Sexton was riding the first moto... No way in hell. No. AC, I don't care if AC, it would have been the exact same situation as yesterday. AC probably would have been like, oh, crap, this pace is a little bit too much for me. I don't want to do it. And he would have just been like, no, nah, can't do it anymore. So, no. Great on AC, but Frenchie proved a point that has, the last two weekends, when he's gotten a start, that he is... is that, I don't know. Let me check, because we're getting close. No, we're still going. So... Frenchie proved the last two weekends what happens when he gets a start. He's probably the fastest dude in the class, and I don't think anybody has anything for him on the racecraft side because this is two weekends in a row. He has literally let the guy out front. He's last time to him, paced him, gave him 95%, made him think about it, and waited to pull the trigger. And then when he's pulled the trigger, he said, see ya, not see ya. I'm, doing, I'm gone. And I think that if he can continue to get starts, he, I don't know if anybody's going to beat him. I don't, th I don't think so. I, I really don't. I do not know... If anybody's going to be horrendous when he gets a start. Okay. I, I really, because I think he's the fastest guy in the class. But his starts are the reason why I didn't pick him for a title, and a lot of people didn't, because his starts are shit. But I think he's kind of proven the same thing in Supercross, that when he gets a start, he's probably going to win. Sure. But I don't know if he's going to get a start or not. But I'm telling you, one of these times, and it may happen even at Redbud, because he was good at Redbud last year, if he gets a start, I'm probably going to say he's going to go 1 1. I don't know if any of these guys are faster than him. Now, at this point, what, AC's probably got, I think it's like 30 on him in the points. Something like so, that. So, like, unless AC just starts going backwards, I don't know if it's really going to matter. Like, we're at the halfway point. But at some point, Frenchie's going to start laying it all on the line, and I think that either he's going to... Fifties here so for that very here. animated two fifties. This is why I like having you in the studio, buddy. Um, all right, so bottom AP makes his triumphant return. Plessinger to the to the series here, having not raced since Daytona. Yeah, you, could, you could tell that he's not in shape yet. For seventeen overall, yes. But he wanted to come back in shape. He was going to come back and light the world on fire. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that he. Everybody kept saying it kept getting pushed back, pushed back. I think kind of like the Barsha issue. Yamaha probably might have pressured him into it a little bit. Maybe. I'm going to be under that impression. They, they pressured him into it a little bit. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, so he's got a couple good – he's got a couple tracks that he's really good at. He really wasn't good at Southwick last year. No. Um, so he's good at Redbud. We know that. He's really good at Millville. Um, good at Washougal. So we'll see. He's – lucky for him, the next – you know, the rest of the series are all tracks that he's really good at. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think it's probably going to be till round 10 before 
actually see the real AP show up. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. All right, so next up, the conundrum here of Joey Savacci. I'm just kidding. It's not a conundrum. It's the Savacci syndrome, 13th overall. Hey, dude, he's just not in shape. Yeah, boy, just blows, man. Just blows. Do you think his contract's done already? I heard this on I think he's going to Honda. Do you think it's done? Signed, yeah, I do. Sealed, delivered? I do. Dude, he's just not in shape. It's great. So he's going to throw the rest of the rest of the year here on the calorie because he's signed, sealed, delivered to Honda? Uh, I honestly think that... What, did he pull in the pits the second moto? Yeah. Second moto. Yep. That bike is still not what he wants it to do. And like I said, he's racing himself in back into shape. Kind of like... that's not I know, right? Shocker. Kind of like what your boy Zacho did in Supercross. You know? He mm -hmm. raced himself into shape. So, Savachi's doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, but my boy finished the races. All of them. It's also... Did. It's also super... It's also Supercross, and it's a lot different than outdoors. You know, we'll get to Zacho here when we get towards the top. Okay, that's fine. Like... Sabachi was towards the top in Supercross. Mm. Which point? Anyways, uh, no, I mean, who really cares, you know? At this point? Like, I do, because he fucked me in fantasy twice already. Don't bitch him that! I'm not going to. Jesus! That's your own damn fault! I'm going to get a shirt that says Sabachi, and on the back he's going to say, fuck that guy. So, anyway, uh, 12th overall, Baggett. I don't even know what he finished moto-wise yesterday. Dude, the second moto he was in the pits, I think he had sand in his eyes. I literally saw him in the broadcast. In what if he got one moto. of the rocks GL kept talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> Crack the lens. Dude, I don't know. But, yeah, he was in the pits. I saw him doing this in the pits. That's not, really, that's, that's not really a place you want to you lose your vision. No. No. That would be horrible. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about Bag. You want to talk about a conundrum wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in an anomaly, wrapped in a... It's like Eli Tomac times the nth degree. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know what's Like, he doesn't that. string together 10 wins in a row. He gets a win and then has 10 strange races in a row and then has another decent race. Yeah, so. I don't really know about Baggett anymore. Uh, 11th overall, Bogle. So, Bogle's doing enough to get himself a ride still for next year, right? I believe so, but the question is, is what team? Dude, that, don't ask me questions. <laughs> question is, is what team? Does, does Rocky Mountain pick him up again? Or, you know, what, does he go back to JG? Like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I think he deserves a ride, but the question is, is who's it going to be with? I heard JGR is a title sponsor for next year. You heard that? Oh, Jesus. Some casino. Oh, really fucking stupid. Oh, kind of like, you know, what RCH did with a soaring eagle. Yeah, but I don't know who... You know what? You know what Bogle should do? He oh, should boy. go to Moto Concepts. You know, Moto Concepts just needs to have, like, a 12-rider team. That's all there is to it. Somehow, everybody wants to go ride for Mike Genova and Tony Alessi these days. Like, I don't really understand it. They went from being the most hated team in the pits to everybody wants to go ride there. Well, the problem is they're riding Yamaha. Well, that, that was your biggest issue, issue yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. fucking so. Genova setting up a pool on the side of the track. I mean, I'm okay with he that. He used to do that, dude. He did that at Lake Elsinore. He literally had a pool outside of the ring. Good. I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. He had bitches with him. Genova had bitches. <laughs> bitches. Okay. Anyways, great. Sounds like fun. John Short. John Short. James Weeks was about to be the number one privateer until he decided to crash the second moto, so now John Short is. On a literal bone stock Honda 450. Yes. Without an exhaust system. Yes. Good for him. Yes. It's not going to happen again. Scored me a ton of fantasy points. It's not going to happen again. In fact, 82 to be specific. It's not going to happen again. I like John Short a lot, but I would be surprised if he sniffs. You don't think John Short's going to be in the top 10 the rest of the year? No. Not with the attrition rate and everything? No. Unless, like, four dudes crash and just are out with broken legs and arms. Well, Savachi's right there, so there we go. We already eliminated one. You want to yeah. keep going? <laughs> then you got Baggett, doesn't know what to do half the races, so there's Nah, two. that was just, a, it's kind of like WW. A lot of guys did better than expected because a lot of, they just stayed in it the whole moto. Yeah, they, they literally just kept riding. That was it. They Attrition. literally just kept riding. Their lap times were seven seconds a lap slower. Just keep riding. Just keep riding, finish, and you will, just you will get yourself inside the top ten. Just don't else. quit. Just don't That's quit. all there is to it. Just don't quit, kids. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, moving up, Kenny. <sighs> all right. All right. Ninth overall, twelve so ten. Now it's time to talk about this for a oh, minute. Okay. Go ahead. That disease or whatever the fuck he's got going on is rearing its ugly head hard and heavy. Yup. And uh, I hate to say it, but this, this is, is who he is. No, this is what it's going to be like the rest of the year. So this is who he is. Well, it's not who he is, but he was fucking leading the points. No, it's just, I mean, yesterday, he was clearly the second fastest guy, in my opinion. I mean, he got around Eli the first moto. He was gapping him. half of the race. Yep, and then the second moto did the same damn thing again. Mm -hmm. Was killing it, and hit, hit him at the 10-minute mark, and he just... I was going to say, the thing I don't get, though, is how does he do 10 minutes in one moto and 10 minutes in the second moto, too? Like, after he zapped himself the first moto, wouldn't you think, like... Yeah, he pushed way too hard at the beginning. I don't... 
Well, they said he had arm pump the first moto, which that could be. I mean, Southwick, obviously, rollers, deep pockets. Like, it could be. I think it's more of the illness, and I think it was also kind of same thing happened to Sexton and, you know, a couple of these guys. Not being able to recuperate quick enough after WW. I mean, he gassed himself mm -hmm. last week. And, you know, he's going to benefit from the break after Redbud going into Millville. But once again, kind of like with Sexton, we're at this point of the year where now summer has finally hit this side of the country. It's We're not going to have any cool races or, you know, 80-degree races anymore. It's going to be hot and humid for the rest of the year. And I hate to say it, but I think Kenny is fried at this point. Yeah. If I was him, well, I don't know, because even California has been hot. I don't know what I would do. I really don't, because he, Florida is ridiculous, as always. California, where he lives in California, it's still hot. He's got to go someplace and, like, he should go to Canada. <laughs> Just go back across the border. Back and forth. He's got to find someplace where it's cool. Like, it's the opposite of whatever. He can't be doing motos in 95-degree weather every day. Mm -hmm. Like, by the time he gets to the weekend, at that point... He just might as well, hey, do four lap sprints and starts, and then just call it a day. You think he, you think he has this figured out by next year, dude? Epstein, whatever he has, Epstein Barr virus, chronic fatigue syndrome. I don't know what the hell he has, but it's it doesn't go away. People don't like. It's kind of like Covington. Like I don't know if it sits with you for a very long time. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen to him. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna have it figured out by next year. And at that point, Honda's gonna be hoping and wishing that Tim Guys would come over. Dude, I am. I'm just gonna keep being behind that train. Timmy G needs to come over here, man. Yeah, Timmy G's not coming. He's winning a championship for him. He's winning a championship for old Red over in the GPS. And he ain't coming. No, because he doesn't want to show Supercross. Yep. Um, all right. So moving on down the line here. Uh, Dean Ferris, 812 for eighth overall. Not bad. Not bad. Not That's bad. A Dean Ferris. Right? I mean, dude, com compared to who he's losing to here, I mean, other than like maybe one name ahead of him here, I think that's pretty much where he is. And apparently, he hates that bike. That is not a shocker either. I heard setup was an issue for that. He's probably wishing he would have stuck with JGR right away because that was who he was supposed to go to. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to go to JGR. Well, he bought a Suzuki like back in fucking December or whatever, and he was riding that, and then they're like, ah, no, nah, that's going to fall through. And then he bought a KTM, and then he went from a KTM to a Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. I listened to that podcast. Dude, that's hilarious. Yeah. About so. 20 different bikes. Here, at one point, he pulled his championship whatever bike off the stand and yeah. rode that. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's ridiculous. No, he's uh, doing fine. He's doing good. And speaking of JGR, Fast Freddy. Fast Freddy. Oh, boy. There Woo. was a lot of talk thinking Freddy wasn't going to be able to repeat or do better than what he did Oh, last Freddy Dorn was my other 450 guy. I picked him. Oh, did you? Yeah, that was good. good, yeah, pick. I, good pick. I wish he would have had a higher handicap because I would have got a full max points on yeah. that one. But nope, they decided to go with two. Yep. So anyway, um, dude, I was mildly impressed, mostly because he went from a Honda to a Suzuki in a week and actually improved his results i think there's gonna be more of this where it came from i, I don't think it's just because he rides a he rides that wopped out sand track at club i think this is gonna be there's gonna be more of this I he was already so. top 10 other than high point high point was a little shitty um but i think this is gonna be more and it will not surprise me if he gets i don't think he's gonna get a podium because i think that that's just no that's no but i think he's gonna get more top fives i think so too i, I think washugal mm, might be a little rough but redbud millville um who knows what about Crawfordsville? But like Bud's Creek and Unadilla, I think that he's going to get more top fives. I really do. And I think eventually he's going to get a top five overall. Do you, uh, the sad thing is, I don't think even if he does this great the rest of the year, I don't think he gets a ride next year. No, because he doesn't, I mean, he's ridden Supercross before. He did the Arena Cross thing. It, he's just the discrepancy good, between, yeah. or the disparity, I should say, between his outdoor speed and the Supercross speed is like huge. Yeah. So like, no, I, he needs, he needs an outdoor-only deal. Yeah, but I don't know who would give that to him because a lot of these teams want everybody riding Supercross. Yeah. I don't know. It's not going to – I mean, I think he deserves a ride. He's clearly a top-ten guy mm -hmm. without a doubt. Yep. Um, so, yeah, no, and I like Freddie Norton. I really do. Yep. I like his story. Yep. Uh, anyway, six overall. Barsha, six, six, six. six. He's getting better. He said he's, those wrists aren't he's, anymore. He's getting better right around time for Redbud, man. What, what do you think is going to happen this week? I mean, we're not we're not going to give projections yet, but do you think uh, think he finally gets closer to a podium this weekend? It's Redbud, man. I think he kind of... Nah, I think he's still four to six. Okay. I haven't seen that much out of him to think he's going to... So Unadilla, then. Unadilla. Yes. 
Yeah, Unadilla. I can see by Unadilla. Or maybe Washua. The other week off, et cetera, et cetera, that we then start seeing podiums out of Justin Barsha. Yes. All right, yes, so, and we're not going to get into this whole thing yet, but oh if he starts getting closer to the, the, the podium and he gets a couple podiums by the end of the year, even though we know in points-wise he's not going to be up there, does he kind of move his name back into the consideration of MX of Nations? I don't see why not. Just a question. Plus, he's one that's willing to go. <laughs> yeah, he's willing to go over there like two weeks early just yeah. to start riding. Yeah. Would We're going to need that. Ooh, uh, could you imagine? Well, it sounds like AC's and Cowie's not going over there, so I no. don't see it. Could you imagine like Zacho? I'm not going to pick a 250 guy yet. Zacho, whoever, and then Varsha? That'd be interesting. Mm -hmm. That'd be a, a lot of different personalities there. Yep. Maybe Zacho and Barsha could just like team up off the line and fucking just close it. Close their record. One on this outside gate, one on this outside gate. Be like, yo, you got him? You got him. Okay, great. We're cutting everybody off. Yeah. Take the whole pack out. Oh, that'd be awesome. Or they start on the inside and just split like You just this. see a Husky and a Yamaha with because we're gonna just have really, cutting people We're off. gonna have really high numbers this year, bro. We're in like the fifties. We're in like the fifties. It's be gonna be awesome. great. Just a husky and a Yamaha, red, white, and blue. That would be awesome. Alright, so let's and, keep uh, doing. Ando, bad starts again. 7-5, yeah. That was kind of... Uh, I was expecting a little bit more, but when you look at the fact of where his starts were, where he was the first lap... Yeah. Um, and I think also another guy that was kind of recovering after that second moto at WW. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that... Uh, I think it's just starts, because we know who... I'm not going to get... But we know who Ando is. Like, we know he has the speed to run up front. He is who he is, right? He is who he is. So this, this is was, who he is. This was kind of a deviation of where his, you know, so people will be like, ah, this is, no, like he's been up front the whole entire. This is like the low end of him. This is yeah, and this is the low end of him. So like, this is not going to be where he's going to be the rest of the year. It's just one fucking race. He's good at Redbud before. He's been on the box at Redbud. Yeah, been up front before at Redbud. So I expect things to go back to normal come Redbud. Does he uh, break Blake Baggett's thumb again at Redbud? No, because like. Ando's like here now, and, and Baggett's like way down here, so like Ando doesn't see him as a threat. And uh, honestly, he doesn't so who's see him anyway. Whose who's thumb does he break at Red Bud then? God, I hope it's not Kenny. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing we need. I know, oh my god! The great Kenny's going though. Kenny's way behind him, so it doesn't matter. I know, somebody's gonna throw, somebody would throw a fucking water bottle at Ando's head. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Uh, so, fourth overall, Cooper Webb, four he looks, four. Dude, he's getting better. That bike's looking better. I was just about to ask, you think that bike's looking better? I think he's looking a lot he's better. He's looking a lot better. He, we all know once again, he didn't give a shit about outdoors at the beginning of Super Bowl. Shit about outdoors. Uh, Sounds like me. I don't give a shit about outdoors. <laughs> and that first, their second moto, he was out front, and then obviously, you know, he fucking whatever he did what he did and then this first or the second moto the first moto he was closing it on tomac then he knifed the front and decided to do a yui um but yeah he's looking better um i think that he i still believe he's gonna win he's gonna win some races by the end of this year it's just once again yeah i don't see him going all summer without winning a no, moto no so i he's getting better four four is good i know that that's not where he wants to be he would be really cool if he didn't knife the fucking front end he got me first lap leader too asshole i know right so no, he's that. he's doing better. Uh, once again, you know, I hate to keep beating this, but he's going to a track that he's been very good at over the past few years. Yep. Wow, 250 days and then, like, his first 450 years. This is going to be interesting. We're going to have a right hand's first turn, I think, there, too. I wonder if we're... Oh, dude, it'd be great if they started on the grate, but then I'm not going to have them. No, they're not starting on That'd the grate. That'd be so fucking cool, though. Just they're, like, we're yeah, gonna but they're gonna not. Throw a monkey wrench in there. And just yeah, but it. they're not doing that. But it's that right hand first turn, just like this nation's. That definitely means that Tomac's not getting the start. <laughs> yep. 100 <laughs> percent Hey, maybe once again we'll see the the Baker factory just one, two, three, four. In any order. Here we go. Zacco or Coop or Ando or Mo it's gonna be Baker's Factory one, two, three, four, because apparently they're the only motherfuckers that know how to start. Kenny's gotten good starts, but whatever. That gear um, Kenny had on yesterday was sick. Kenny's sick. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the real anomaly of the day. Okay. Eli Tomac. 2-3 for third overall. You know what? Is this who he is? You is know he going to win this title dungy status? You know the first fucking thing I saw on Vital? Oh, boy. Here we go. When I woke up this morning? Oh, you were on Vital. That was your first problem for starting your day. Is Eli Tomac managing this title? Oh, boy. Eli Tomac fans, once again, can always figure out a way to find a fucking silver lining in a shit show. They were like the are second. They wrong at they, this point? No, I don't I mean, think so. I, like, yes, we are accustomed to seeing. He Eli. won overall with a two-two or two-three two weeks ago, didn't he? At high point. Two, yeah, three. yeah. We are accustomed to seeing Eli kill it at the wick. 
But I don't think this Eli Tomac, this Eli Tomac is more like 2017 Eli Tomac than 2018 Eli Tomac. And I know that the bike is different. The bike has something to do with it. But when is the last time in practice at Southwick, even in 16 when Kenny was stomping everybody's ass, was Eli not in, like, was not first or second in practice? Dude, Marv was 1.7 seconds faster than him. Mm-hmm. In practice, I don't care. It's practice. Like Eli is a beast at Southwick, bro. I and that second moto, I didn't watch the podium interview, but I guess he was gassed. I guess he was done. He Dude, said Marv or Eli. Eli. Oh. He said he was he was done. Like he had nothing. He said the moment he caught Marv, it was over with. Um, Eli's got a bigger gap because Kenny's been having issues. Barb's moving his way up. Zacho's moving his way up, and it will be back into the picture again. Coop's a little bit further back, but. Marv's rounding into mid-season form. Like I said, Zacho's getting better. Ando, you know, is going to be there. I know that he's got a huge gap, but the reason why I don't think he's managing the title is because this isn't like 2017 where the only guy that could beat you is Marv. Now it's been proven that there's a bunch of dudes that can beat you on a moto-to-moto basis. Mm-hmm. Now that Zach's got a win, that's going to boost his confidence. I imagine that Anderson's going to get a win at some point. Coop's going to get a win at some point. Kenny, I don't know what to say about Kenny, but... It's, um, yeah, I don't believe that he's managing the title. Even though he increased his points lead, dude, this is this is a different year. Like, Eli is not unstoppable. This whole, oh, we're going to take advantage of when Eli is not 100%. I think even when Eli is 100% this year, he's beatable. For whatever reason, he is not the same guy he was last year. Guys are on his level at their best. And everybody will be like, well, what about Paula? Well, Paula was different. That was more That was more about, you know, slamming into the faces. It fit Tomac's style. The fact that he got beat that bad at the wick, that kind of says something. Yep. And I think that... Because you know who beat him? Well, two guys beat him. My boy. So did Marv. So two guys beat him. So when is the last time, though, that you, that Eli Tomac, in six motos, has one moto win? When's the last time? 2016. Okay, yep, there we are. Yeah. So the last Kenny six motos, he has one moto. Think about that. Just think about that. Ponder that for a second before we go to Osborne. Six motos, he has one so moto. So what's the probability he three-beats? Well, his points lead went up a lot. So unless Marvin Zacco just start reeling off moto wins, splitting moto wins, and like I said, if Anderson and Coop Marv can get in there. Good, man. Marv looks really fucking good. Marv looks really fucking good right now. So that's my point. Like, Marv is now second in the points. It's gotten better. But I don't think this old, old Eli can just kind of, like, cruise to a championship. Like, that's not happening. So Yeah, I mean, if he keeps doing two threes or two twos, I mean. But what happens if we go to Redbud again and his bike grenades? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, if he has something like that happen, then, yeah, we're done. Because <laughs> he's not, because now he's not, like, he doesn't have just one guy like it was last year with Marv. He got a whole bunch of guys oh, that yeah. are going to be right on his ass in points. Oh, yeah, there's a whole group. There's so, whole group, like, including yeah. my boy. Yeah. Zach. Yep. The Zacho Express. We're back on the rails. He rode good that second moto. Rolling, baby. He rode good that second moto. 3-1 three, three for second overall. The first moto, though, kind of is why I don't believe anybody. Well, like I said, with Kenny, who knows? But, and at this point, Marvin Tomac. The, the first moto is kind of why I don't know if somebody like Zacho or Anderson or Coop are going to get a win if those guys are around them. They have to do what Zacho did that second moto. They have to get the lead early, and they got to sprint away, and then just kind of like let everybody else catch them. Because he rode great that second moto. The first moto, he wasn't on par with Marvin Eli. He just wasn't. But the second moto, yes, he did what he needed to do. He got out front after Coop made the mistake, and he sprinted like dude. He I feel like that first moto, he stayed with them pretty well there for the first, however. Twenty long. minutes, but then what happened after the? But yeah. my point, but that's my point though. And I'm not just saying about Zacho. I'm saying about everybody else on this list that could win. You have to get out front and make them chase you down and yeah. wear yourself out. Wear th- make them wear themselves out. If you start next to Eli and you start next to Marv, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able – I don't know if him and everybody else, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. But, yes, you got to do what he did that second moto. you got to get out front early. And he wrote great. He wrote awesome. Um, I think – what was it? Like after Marv kind of just realized he wasn't going to catch him, I don't know, what was it, like 13 seconds at the finish or something? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, he wrote great. Uh, he was dead tired though too after that fucking race, man. Yeah, he was. He was like, I can't even remember all the people I need to thank. <laughs> so I just thank. I can't even remember things. Everybody, just thank out. everybody. So yeah, he's moved into fourth in the points. I think he's like two back at Kenny. Um, we know if Kenny keeps having issues, he's gonna overtake Kenny. He finally is not tied with Jason Anderson anymore. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if Anderson can close Number it back one up. Husky rider, baby. 
Yeah. Number one Husky rider. I think, though, that, like I said, I think Anderson is going to close that back up, and I think that those two are going to go back and forth the rest of the year. If I was him, I would put that number one on my bike while I was at the practice track and just point to it every time I saw Jason and be like, hey. No, because then knowing their relationship, Anderson will take him out on the track. I don't care. <laughs> so, no, he wrote good. have to catch me first. Well, he's proven he can catch. Dude, th- I, think that, I think that Zacho and Osborne, or Zacho and Anderson are the two closest guys speed-wise. Kind of like what Weston and Dino were a couple years ago. Those two literally are probably the same speed. Mm-hmm. Like, the exact same fucking speed. Which is weird, because, like, a lot of the other guys, there's a little bit... I think of those two, if you put them out on a four-lap four moto and you said, sprint as hard as you can, just those two on the track, I don't know who would fucking win, but it would be, like, half a wheel at the finish. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, uh, no. He rode great. He rode awesome. I got nothing bad about it to say. It's been a pleasant surprise. It's another guy to throw in there for parody and stuff. Then we'll get to Marv. Second overall, or second overall in two weeks. One Marv, two on the day. Marv's getting that shit rolling, man. He's coming for the beginning of the season as bad as he was, and we were kind of went, ooh. And, bro, that's not good. He was fucking flying. Oh, yeah. In practice and in that first moto. I haven't watched practice, so I don't know. I only, I, well, I only caught the tail. I only caught the tail end of the 450. I didn't watch too bad. He was flying, flying at the test track. So no, it's it's a good, it's cool. Uh, you know, I'm not a Marv guy. I know you're not, but it's cool to see once again another guy in there. And Marv's that guy that's proven when he gets on a win streak. It, dude, what happens if it's like 17 all over again? He just wins like every fucking race. You know, overall wise, gets yeah. him on a win in the next the rest of the season. But does something weird happen like it has before? Like where he like jumps off the track and almost hits a fence post or a mule or something somewhere? No, because it wasn't at Southwick this year. Well, he got that. That's always at Southwick. That's always at Southwick. What if it happens somewhere else? Well, then what if he's like going through the rollers at Redbud and misses shifting down and goes over the berm? Just launches it over the finish line. Um, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Uh, like I said, Marv is kind of that guy that I don't know if you want to give confidence to because he's always. He always has a chip on his shoulder. God, wouldn't that be some shit if he was the one that stopped the three-peat? Like, you could literally have almost anyone else on this fucking thing stop Eli's three-peat, and everyone would be like, well, yeah, that was a thing. Marv does it. It's going to explode. But the thing is, is if you really think about it, the last two years, he has been second in points. He's the closest guy wins-wise to Eli. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's been there. He's won motos. He's won overall. Like I said, the sec- second half of the season, 2017, he won what, the last five out of six overalls, and he won a, like, he almost, I think he won, like, six motos in a row. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, if, if Eli, I don't believe this whole Eli managing title things, man. Like, I I think that for the first time in a long time that he's probably not as confident as, hey, if I get a shit start, I can work my way through the pack. Like, he's done it before this year, but it's not going to get any easier, and, yeah, man, I don't know. I think it's, it's going to be a long rest of the season. So, um... All right, let's uh, get into some predictions. I don't know if it'd want to be bold winners for Redbud, but what you got? Let's go with winners for Redbud. I'm saying AC wins the 250 class overall, and I'm saying you're uh, not you're not you're not nervous at all that there's a possibility he might not get over the leap. No, I think that's gonna be a big thing. I don't think he's gonna be able to get over the leap late in the motos. He's never been good at he's never been good at Redbud. I'm gonna go with AC. Okay. Uh. And you know, I'm going to throw it out there. I think Webb's going to win. Like consistency or just win? I think he's going to win a moto. So does he win the overall? I, that I don't know. But I think he's going to win a moto at Redbud. Okay. All right. Um, for 250 class, uh, I think I got to go with a hot hand. I think I got to go with Frenchie. I, I still believe, I think that he's kind of proven now the last couple of motos that he's the fastest guy. Now that could be all go out the window if he doesn't get a start. I think Frenchie wins the overall. I don't know what he's going to go, but I know he's going to win a moto. Um, and I think this will actually be kind of like WW. I think AC is going to struggle a little bit um, just because the way Redbud flows, a lot of the G outs at the exiting of the corners right into booters. Like, I think that he's going to have to work a little bit harder to get over some of the jumps compared to a lot of these other guys that are, you know, 10, 15 pounds lighter than him. And I'm actually going to go out and say that he has his worst weekend like he did at WW. I, I don't, I think he'll still get the podium. But I think this might be his worst weekend. I think that uh, I think Frenchie and I think there's a couple other guys that'll be good there. We'll see if Mosman's back. Amart's always good there. Four fifties, um, kind of same thing. I gotta keep with a high hand. I think Marv's gonna win. I don't know if he's gonna go one one. I think he's gonna win a moto. Um, I think Eli's gonna struggle. And I think this might be the first time that the Baker boys are gonna go one two three in a moto. I think I don't be cool. I think it, it's it's probably. 
<sighs> but I don't know though. Maybe they go one, two, three, four. Maybe they're going two, three, four. Maybe Kenny's just Kenny and Eli gets a bad start, and Marv, Osborne, Andro, and Webb all go one, two, three, four. I don't know in what order, but maybe they go one, two, three, four. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, and bold predictions. Travis Sewell's going to get a top 15. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> T Sewell. I don't even know if he's racing, to be honest with you. Probably not. All right, so anyway, this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings. Again, follow us on all the social media networks. Uh, join us on Fantasy. Uh, support us with all the links in the description down below. And we will be back next week with a wrap-up show immediately following the Red Bud National because we will be there. So if you see us, make sure to say hi. I will be bouncing around the pits all day. Cole is racing the 125 race, so make sure you keep an eye out for him. Although I think he's got to qualify on Friday, doesn't he? I think there's more guys signed up. There's like more than 40, so they got to do a qualifying race on Friday. Yeah, if they uh, if they have more than 40, they do. Yeah, so I think that's the way it is. Um, but anyway, so keep an eye out for us if you're going there, and we will see everybody next week after Red Bud.